You can support Epic Radio by signing up for a free Audible.com trial. Audible.com has over 180,000 audiobooks for you to download and listen to on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, including St. John Paul II's Prayers and Meditations and Pope Benedict XVI's Jesus of Nazareth. For your 30-day free trial and your free audiobook download, visit audibletrial.com slash epicradio. That's audibletrial.com slash epicradio. Thank you for your support. Welcome to Epic Radio, a new show for young people. I'm Matthew Pope, and I'm excited to spend the next 15 minutes with you discussing today's topic, Changes and Transitions. As we've said in previous shows, the name EPIC is actually an acronym, Every Person in Christ, and reflects our mission of knowing the truth and having the passion to live it. During our show, we will explore how to approach the challenges we face in our everyday lives by by discussing various topics that are relevant to young people. Please be sure to visit our website, epicdmr.org, and send us a topic you would like discussed. Or you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Our show is driven by you, and we want to be talking about things that you face and that affect your life. Okay, so let's introduce our participants today. As I said before, I'm Matthew Pope, and joining me today is... Hi, I'm Gloria Demora. I'm Blair Sealinger. I'm Matthew Handley. I'm Father Phil Ty. I'm Sean Keeley. I'm Charles Lucas. And I'm Andrew Nichols. Awesome. Well, I thank you guys for joining me today. Um, one of the, basically the question we'd like to ask today to our audience members and even to ourselves is why does God allow us to go through transitions? Uh, as challenging as they are, as, um, as healthy as they are in our growth, um, we would like to endeavor to, to, to basically answer that for you guys and then for those of us that, uh, that are speaking on this topic today. And um, so if anyone would like to, to jump yeah. in. So I think you touched on it a little bit. I think we go through transition in, in part for us to grow as human beings and in relationships with others. I know personally I could share a little bit about that. Um, about a year ago, uh, I had my first child, only child, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and uh, becoming a mother was a huge transition for me. It was a point, I, I guess I didn't really understand what being a mother entailed, especially to a newborn and a, a baby that um, cannot really do that much for themselves. Um, and so in that, I found a lot of difficulty. I felt like I was really suffering a lot because it it's always been challenging for me to ask others for help. And that's something I've struggled with. I want to be able to do it on my own. Or if I need help, I want it to be very covert. I don't really want other people to know that I'm getting help. I just want to be able to do it because I should be able to do it. Well, with the baby, um, there, that broke me. I mean, I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah. Even with my husband's help, I needed, and he was very helpful. I really needed help from my in-laws, from my parents. I mean, my mother stayed with us for, like, weeks at a time. And that was a really beautiful opportunity for me to trust others and to let my guard down and learn that, you know, I don't have to do this on my own. I really need to be relying on my community as well as the Lord. Um, A good 
friend of mine gave me a book. It's called A Mother's Manual, and it's a bunch of prayers. <laughs> yeah, it exists. That's awesome. It's a bunch of prayers for women who want to conceive, have conceived, have lost children. Um, it's really beautiful. And that book, um, that really helped me kind of see um, the, I mean, having a child is beautiful, but really see and appreciate the beauty of being a mom and um, being able to connect with Mary more. And so it really allowed me to grow. <laughs> that's, that's a good friend. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Uh, one of the prayers I learned was, um, Mary, be a mother to me now. <laughs> yep, and it's really, really, yeah. Um, anyone can say it, but like in those moments where my son is just inconsolable, I like almost shout that prayer and like demand it. And she really does help. Like something changes like very soon after, or I just feel a peace. And can continue yeah. on. So you think about all the transition that Mary went through. Right? <laughs> I mean, what what an what a model of, of mm-hmm. how to go through change. You know, from the Annunciation, um, and then her um, visiting with Elizabeth and her mm-hmm. betrothal, and then the flight to Egypt. And, I mean, the birth, and then flight to Egypt. I mean, so many changes Mary went through. So that's a perfect prayer in time of change. Oh yeah. And it seems like the the two things that I got from even from from Mary's story and your story, Blair, is is reliance, reliance on God and your spouse and and your family, mm-hmm. and then responsibility. You know, building the responsibility. I have a kid now. I have to do this. I have to provide this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think those things are very important. That's just two aspects I feel like that come with any transition. It's just building that character for ourselves. Um, and I know that some. I know. Plenty of you guys in here are transitioning from high school to college, so I'm sure that some of you would have some some uh, some good wisdom to give to those that are in this similar in a similar situation as y'all. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> for for those um, uh, up and coming seniors out there, um, get early apps done. Remember to do applications when they're due. And your FAFSA. That's oh, very important. Make sure you play in the right code. <laughs> <laughs> you know, transitions um, are also a time when the devil loves to attack us too. Yes. You know, yes. because uh, things are not ordered in transition. We're going through change, and so therefore, sometimes our routines can fall off. Um, oftentimes, when seminarians transition out of seminary for the summer to their summer assignments, they say that their prayer life takes a big hit until Mm. they can get order back. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing that that's taking place, I think, is very important. Anybody else going through some changes right now? I think for me, uh, Father Ty, you pretty hit on it pretty hard. Um, For me, like right now, I'm going through a transition, getting ready to go to college. There's so much overwhelming sense of you have to get your loans done, you have to sign up for classes, you have to make sure that you have everything figured out for orientation you have so much going on and for me in my life it's been at least for the past couple of weeks it's been riddled with like suffering and it's hard and I'm going through a lot um and I think a lot of what happens when we're going through changes is you get you get overwhelmed with worry and you have problems with uncertainty of what if happens if I decide I don't like this what happens if this happens 
Um, and I think something that come up really big in my prayer life is you can't let fear be a dictator. You have to let God be your king. So there's such a difference no, in great. that. And to, for me, it's been a process of trusting God and letting go of fear and, and being open with other people because you can't do it alone. You're not meant to do it alone, and you're never alone. Um, and being open with others is something that I'm not normally okay with doing. So having to go to others and say, hey, look, I am actually am having a hard time right now. I am going through a lot of stress. I need you to pray for me. Um, and for me, that's hard to do because I'm being vulnerable. And being able to talk about it with others um, and healing from change, too. Because I think a lot of people go through pain um, and suffering when going through change, whether it's changing of schools, changing from middle school to high school, changing jobs maybe for other people out there, changing vocations of, of you know, becoming a mother. You just mm-hmm. got married. And um, I think for me it's growing from these changes and learning from these experiences to use in, in your life. And I think... Um, a good image is like pruning of how you prune the grapes. I remember that being a huge um, imagery of sometimes it's you have to cut off some of the good fruit to get better fruit um, and choosing what is better over what is good and then what is best for you. So that's kind of where I am at my <laughs> in my life right now. And, yeah, it's tough. It's stressful. Um, for all those juniors and seniors, you know it's stressful, but you have to, you have to kind of, Keep going to God with this in prayer and and keep trusting even when it hurts, even when it's hard. It is so hard, though. I, I like your analogy of the grapes. I've read something about that. The reason why they prune is so that the sunlight will get to the next group of grapes. And if they don't get that sunlight, they're going to be sour grapes. Mm-hmm. And so really, you know, I think maybe sometimes looking at the fact that the change that we're going through is not the first time we've gone through change. We've gone through a lot of changes in our life. You know, we took our first steps. Uh, We all lost teeth when we were in, you know, second grade, first grade, second grade. You know, our parents have gone through those changes with us the first time we got on a bus. You know, um, all those things. This is one change in a series of many changes. And the changes that are taking place, it's hard. I mean, I just went through a change as um, a pastor for nine years in a parish to a vocation director and terribly miss the families. But I'm, I'm still grasping the fact that God is doing something in the midst of this and I'm allowing him to do it. But it's sometimes tough. Like there was a time where I, I just, I didn't want to get up. I was, in, I was you know, sleeping and it was, you know, time to get up and my alarm went off and I just didn't want to face the changes that were in front of me. And all of a sudden my dogs came in and laid down like in you know front paws down on the floor and kind of made that little sound like mm, like that <laughs> they wanted me to get up and feed them but I looked at their body position and it was almost as if they were in a worship position and I have the chapel in my house and I thought wow God's using nature these dogs who want to come in here and have me feed them to remind me that I need to get into the chapel so that he can feed me and I need to I need to worship him so that he can feed me, and that helped me get through that day. But there have been other days. I mean, it's you know, it's not when we turn to prayer, God's gonna He's gonna always be there for us. Yeah, and I think that's a good point, Father Ty. You bring up it's not necessarily like a one and done hurdle. Like here's a change coming up. Okay, I'm I'm good with it. Like like you said, like it's every day. It can you every day is a new day to 
um, resist or to, you know, take that step and embrace the change and do what you need to do. Fear of the unknown, I think, sometimes of what's next, you know. Mm-hmm. It all becomes sanctifying after a while. You know, it's God's moving us uh, to where he'd like us to be. That's his calling, his purpose. And so each change is preparing us for the next. Well, we don't know that, you know, because in our minds we're, we're so finite at times, like you were saying, Blair. We just think, oh, man, this, this is good. This change is great. Now I'm used to it. Oh, I'll be fine. I'll have years and years. <laughs> but for some things, some changes are very rapid, mm-hmm. and it requires our constant obedience, you know. Um, then, Drew, you have a recently are transitioning into uh, to seminary. Yeah. Um, since I'm technically still transitioning, I'm still – I can't give, like – a, a direction of how to best uh, con- uh, understand how the change will affect you. Mm-hmm. So really, all I can explain is the the feeling of of what you're feeling kind of sit in the moment. Um, we had our ordination just this past weekend, and that was the first full mass that I got to wear a cassock, and that's huge for me because it's been years since I've worn a cassock. Forget like a collar, and so it was something. It was almost brand new to me, even though I did start in a cassock. So um, these feelings of like, oh my word, I'm actually part of this <laughs> awesome group of men who are literally the best people I've ever met. It, it's it's kind of that amazing feeling of holy crap, it's actually happening. It's it's something you kind of just sit back in awe and just think, holy cow, God is amazing. Mm. I think it's important to. Um, at least I know college students, high school students, we sometimes get so wrapped up in the stress and overwhelming that we forget to rest. Mm-hmm. And that's so important to take time to rest and just be with God and let him hold you through this. Let him help you through this. Let him walk with you through this. I remember I took like a two and a half hour walk on the beach because you get so wrapped up sometimes in your schedule or in whatever's going on in your life that you forget to take a step back and just be with God and just continue that relationship with him and see where he's guiding you through this. Um, and just really to rest your body as well as like your spiritual and emotional and mental health to just rest. Well, I that reminds me of something my mom always says. Um, it's a, another acronym called APE, always pray every day. Uh-huh. You you need to pray every day, not for um, things you need, but your own uh, spiritual well-being. Uh-huh. Where your um, your transitions can also draw you away from God, but if you always have Him with you, that that doesn't happen. I think a good thing to think too of is sometimes we don't have like we'll wake up and we'll forget to pray or like we'll go through the day and we're not praying necessarily um i think two good things to keep in mind is even if you're just saying like if even if you just wake up and do the sign of the cross in the morning like hello god this stays for you or just saying like in the midst of what's going on like jesus help me i need help right now that's all i can pray because i'm in the middle of this long discussion makes a difference like be present with me in this moment because i need you right now and i will always need you but right now i really need you um is really helpful and sometimes that'll give you more peace about what you're doing like in that moment it's like it's okay take five minutes and just rest um and i think it's important to always keep that in mind <laughs> yeah it's funny because you know we we always say pray 
without ceasing, but it's because we're changing and that never ceases. We need to pray constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little story to tell. In November of last year, uh, I came into the Catholic Church and I was a Southern Baptist for uh, my whole life. And even though I had gone to, to Belmont Abbey, a Catholic college, I had been inundated with Catholicism. And that's what ultimately I believe changed me. I believe, and I believe Mary really led me to the church. Um, but, you know, as, as Catholic as I felt before taking the sacraments, you know, what I realized I was missing after I transitioned to the church was that boldness. Now to share the Catholic faith. Now to be without shame. Not to not hide it. To, and that's something I still struggle with because as Catholics, we get attacked just like every other Christian. But maybe even more so, it's heightened. And um, so one thing I've learned in that transition is to know that God doesn't make mistakes. Uh, God is faithful and true. And there's no reason to be afraid. There's nothing to fear, you know, especially now in the church, safe inside our walls and our sacraments. There, there's no, there's nothing that even the enemy himself can't steal the joy and he can't overtake the, the faith that we have. He can't overtake the fact that I'm Catholic now forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think within our transitions and changes, it's good to learn that once we transitioned, we're not going back. We're moving. We're progressing. We're getting hopefully stronger and more faithful and more true to God since he's been truer to us than, than anyone else and anyone else will be. Um, but, yeah, so um, I thank you guys for um, for the for the insight and the, and the perspectives. Very interesting, uh, very keen. And um, as you wrap up, um, I would say there are, Probably a few things, kind of just points that came out of our discussion that, that, you know, touched my heart. One, uh, Blair, when you talked about the importance of people while you're in transition, asking for help, uh, that was a very, very important part. The prayer aspect of remaining reflective while you're in it. Um, Also, kind of looking to the future and recognizing that this is just you, you're one, this is one change in a series of many changes that are taking place mm-hmm. and you're getting better at dealing with change mm-hmm. um, and also having trusted friends around you who can help you see it from a different perspective so that you don't get paralyzed in the midst of change and that as you mentioned you look to the future that there's God is using change because he's leading you somewhere so I, I thank you for bringing out all those points. Those were helpful to me because I'm, I, as like with you, I'm still in transition myself. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you kind of making that more concise for us as well. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thank you for for everyone here for your your wise um, inputs. Uh, remember to send us your questions by visiting our website, epicdmr.org, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Uh, but before we go, uh, let's close in prayer. Father Ty, would you like to leave some prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we have learned from the sacred scriptures and Proverbs to commit our activities to the Lord, and that includes our changes as well. Help us to commit our activities to our Heavenly Father, and that in Him and through Him, your will will be achieved. Hear our prayer as we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Dominic Xavier. Pray for us.
You can support Epic Radio by signing up for a free Audible.com trial. Audible.com has over 180,000 audiobooks for you to download and listen to on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, including St. John Paul II's Prayers and Meditations and Pope Benedict XVI's Jesus of Nazareth. For your 30-day free trial and your free audiobook download, visit audibletrial.com slash epicradio. That's audibletrial.com slash epicradio. Thank you for your support.